Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Today's episode of the Guys and Ties podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek. Let us introduce you to SeatGeek. They take the confusion out of ticket buying and instead of shopping for dozens of sites to find the best deal, SeatGeek finds the best deal for you. Let their app scan the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show, and it rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. All right, Use the promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's like two free beers at the stadium. It's a good time. NBA playoffs are going on. NHL's going on. I know there's a lot of concerts all the time. Definitely use SeatGeek to find those tickets. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. UVA football is the softest bunch of cream puffs, bow tie wearing, brie cheese eating, NASCAR wearing wussies I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to punch people from UVA right in the neck. They wear suits to games. <laughs> That's absurd. Welcome back, everyone, to the Guys and Ties podcast. It's Dustin, and Rob's with me again. What a surprise. Two in two, a row. Two episodes in a row, we got Rob. We, we are recording this on the same night, but we thought we'd split into two things because we are talking about football and the first one, which was released yesterday, and today is about basketball and what is going on with basketball. You know, we won the national championship a while ago, three weeks. Over three weeks Over ago. three weeks. It's wild, man. Feels like yesterday. You know, it's interesting because every day there's something different that reminds me that we won the national championship. Uh, and it, it kind of pops up. It's like the UMBC game, except the opposite reaction. So UMBC was like, oh, we lost to a 16 seed. <laughs> but now it's like, oh, we won the national championship. So everything's all right. And the UVA social media pages aren't doing any favors either. Or maybe no. they are doing favors, depending how you look at I it. I get but reminded like, every day. Yeah, it's like, oh, 20 days ago, <laughs> we won the national championship. Oh, 22 days ago. It's some, it's some, Last Monday. It's a new gif every yeah. time of some, <laughs> of some celebration. Or it's, Kyle, like, it's a new angle of Kyle jumping in the air yeah. every time. Kyle yeah. making the free throws. Mamadi making the shot. Yeah. You know, it's I, I see I see the Kihei to Mamadi pass probably once a day in mm-hmm. some form or another. Yeah. So, you know, it's been a crazy ride. I'm really excited to see where it keeps going. I'm excited for my merch to come in. hasn't come in yet. I did get the um, Sports Illustrated cover of Kyle. I know you have the DeAndre one. Yep. So maybe we'll swap sometime. And yeah. We can get I, I want to get the second one. I got the oh. first one, and I was okay. like, all right, now I got to get. Never mind. We can still swap if yeah, you want. We'll swap. Just, okay. just for good times. But let's let's uh, let's get right in into it. And so I think the the main thing for Virginia fans is wondering. Who the heck is going to be on this team next year? Because we're losing. We knew we were losing DeAndre. We knew we were losing Ty. 
Mm-hmm. And last time we were here, Kyle, we, we thought maybe he would come back. I personally thought it was a 50-50 he would come back. We knew there was... He told us there was a chance he was coming back. In his post, yes. He said there was a chance I'm coming back. But we and didn't it, know officially. And he, got, he came out with a second announcement saying that he was definitely leaving. And that's great. I think that's the right move for him. And Rob, I know that you've been talking about this for, for weeks now. That mm-hmm. you know, You're like, Kyle should go. Kyle, he needs to go right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had heard all along that he wanted to go. Yeah. That if the option, if he thought the option was good enough that he was going to go, that mm-hmm. he wanted to go after his third season. And yeah. the option was there. And I mean, dude, you talked about it. I talked about it. Like, this is the move for him, man. Yeah. Like, don't come back and be a five seed next year. I mean, most Don't do what London, London Prentice didn't have a choice, but don't yeah. be London Prentice next year. I mean, I mean, go most, out as a champion. Most outstanding player in the Final Four, champion, biggest. And I think. You know, screw Tiger Woods. Best comeback story of all time in sports, I think. Yeah, and that'll be up for debate, man. It's not. It's Virginia over Tiger all the t- all the way. But I think that, you know, with Kyle going, we're, we're starting... You know, it was great, and everyone's, like, super happy, excited for everyone. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of like, okay, so who's on the team next year? <laughs> and, you know, Mominy hasn't said he's officially coming back yet. Mm-hmm. I think he will, but he hasn't said that he will. Uh, Marco is transferring. We yep. knew that. We do have a new recruit coming in next year, mm-hmm. but we still have three open spots. That's right. Or two open spots. Three open it's three, spots. It's three. It's three. It's three. So where who's going to fill them? And I think the one name that people are throwing out a lot, and the people, the one that I want, the one, the guy I've been saying I want for a long time is Johnny Juzang out of California. He is a six-six, two hundred pound strong forward. He plays the three guard. I think could play the two guard if he wanted to. And he just listed his final four schools as UVA, Kentucky, and really those are the main two. Yeah. Because the other ones don't even matter. Yeah. Um, because I I don't think he's given any thought. And the race oh, is really like Kansas and Oregon. I think were the other I, ones. I think I think you're right. It's Kansas and Oregon. But I wasn't even going to mention them because they're not going to get picked by Juzang unless it's a two horse race. It's a two horse race between uh, Cal Perry and Tony Bennett. So, and this is exciting. You know, even if we don't get him we are in a race for a five-star blue blood blue blue chip prospect Mm -hmm. who's probably a one and done and this is not something that we've been in the race for before yeah not at this level at least not at this level and i mean that's that's kind of the amazing part is like if we get him it's great and it adds it gives us an instant sense of credibility next Mm -hmm. season because you know we're gonna we'll probably still be ranked because that's just how college basketball media right. is and right. you know we were the odds on favorite from the last <laughs> like right, to win the, the championship day after day after the championship i'm like do you even know how this is gonna play like <laughs> after the know? championship Vegas was like uva is running it <laughs> back baby seniors returning it's oh like, wait oh wait uh, they're all gone yeah okay but uh no i mean it's a it's a big big player for us and b what might be even more significant is not the fact that we landed him. If we do land him, it would mm-hmm. be that you beat out Kentucky, yeah. you know, one and done the founder of the one and done right? to beat him. And we don't know if he necess- he might be a one and done. He might be a two and done. I would be shocked wherever he goes. If he stays all four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, like what, what a story that'd be in, you know, his trip to Kentucky and you know this better than I do. His trip to Kentucky was what this past weekend. Yeah. It was on right? Monday. Yeah, so, it was uh, it was on Monday. So it, it was, you know, the timing of this does not look good. Honestly, does not look good for Virginia because he met with Cal Perry on the 19th of April. Mm-hmm. 
made his decision to reclassify to the class of 2019 from the class of 2020 five days later. Mm-hmm. And now he has just visited Kentucky. And, you know, the timing of it doesn't really feel good for Virginia. But I think that UVA has a greater chance of getting him than people realize. And I think the main thing about that is that Juzang has always said that academics is a big part of his decision. And now if if that's true, then I think UVA has a way better advantage than Kentucky in this realm, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to succeed no matter where he goes. I, I think that UVA offers him a better chance to start and to show off his potential mm-hmm. right away, right away. Yeah. No, I mean, when you think about this, it's interesting because the case study here is Sacha Clea Jones. Yeah. Because this is a very, not a, the exact same, but somewhat similar situation. Uh-huh. Commits to Virginia. Now Johnny Jazang hasn't committed anywhere. Right. Sacha Clea Jones, though, commits to Virginia, decommits, ends up going to Kentucky, mm-hmm. gets buried on the bench, transfers right. out, goes to NC State. Got kicked off. Did he off kicked off? Yeah. yeah. So obviously that didn't go well, and we don't want to assume anything with Johnny Jazang. And whether or not he goes to Kentucky means really nothing as far about how his basketball future goes mm-hmm. as compared to going to UVA. But the difference kind of between those two situations is that Kentucky's going to have one-and-done players, and the potential yeah. to go to Kentucky, you know, you got to compete anywhere you go, but it's a little bit, it's a little risky. This is the first time in a long time Virginia can say, hey, man, you come here, you're starting you got a spot on one. the floor, man. Yeah. you got a spot on the floor. And, you know, that's something that Tony has never done before, really. He's never, like, promised time to a player. It's always I don't like, know if he's doing it now, and he, he, you know, he could. He could. He, he would be right. He would be right to do so because I think Juzang needs to start from day one. That's beside the point because, you know, Juzang hasn't made his decision yet. I think it's going to come down to where he fits in best and where he feels more at home because I think that he could he could choose anywhere he wants to go. Mm-hmm. But it's going to come down to, you know, what coach makes him feel more at home, what coach, you know, shows him that he can make get him to the NBA. Mm-hmm. I think that's Juzang's final goal, get to the NBA. He can get there. It's just what coach is going to do. I think that Tony sending three guys to the draft this this uh, year mm-hmm. is a great sign for us. Off a national championship. Off a national championship, mind you. And meanwhile, Kentucky hasn't done much in the tournament for a while. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, as we said earlier, Juzang isn't necessarily guaranteed to start, much less play that much at Kentucky. I think he would. Yeah. He's not guaranteed it. At UVA, he's basically guaranteed. Our guard depth is depleted. Yeah. We've got Kihei and, and Cody Statman and, and some freshmen. You, you want to call Morsel? Braxton Key a guard? No, I don't. Braxton you know. Key is a four. He's a four. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you're it's stretching. Tough. Morsel, that's, yeah. you're not going to have much room after that. Just, and know? Justin McCoy, and that's about it. Yeah, McCoy's definitely more of a wing, too. Yeah. You know? And and that that's the problem is that like, we need guard depth. And so either, you know, we, we were thinking about, you know, going after some grad transfers. We haven't had anything come from that yet. I think that Ju Zhang is our top priority right now. He with, should be. With recruiting, and he should be. Because he's, he's so talented and an immediate need. And he's making his uh, decision soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if Tony has visited him. I don't know if Tony's been in contact with him or not. I assume so. I hope they're calling every day mm-hmm. because God knows we need him next year. Yeah. Our, and not we don't need him, but like... We want him next year. Well, I mean, it depends on your expectations for the season, man. Yeah. Like, if you want to, if you want to have another shot at a deep run, he's probably necessary. I think, I think with him, we're right back in it. Mm-hmm. 
because we've got returning Mamadi and Jay and Kihei and Braxton. Mm-hmm. Those are four really big pieces from our championship run. And we bring in Juzang, who's a five-star blue-chip NBA prospect who can score. I mean, this kid's a baller. Like, he can go to the basket. He can shoot well. He's like Kyle, but he's bigger and stronger, Yeah, basically. The question next year is, who's going to score and who's going to handle the ball? Juzang. <laughs> he can do both. Yeah, you know, like Kihei is a ball handler. He's not a big scorer. Mm-mm. I think a lot of more scoring will come from the front court next year. Yeah, just out of necessity. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's what you got to think about next year. Like, what are we missing next year? Mm-hmm. Who's going to score and who's going to handle the ball? The defense will be there. Defense uh, it's will be always going to be there. Mamadi and Jay will not let a shot go in. Oh, well, you're, you're giving high praise to Jay Huff. I, but well, he's a shot blocker, man. He, he can be a shot blocker. He he misses his assignment, but he will block that <laughs> shot. By God. And so here's the deal. The only, I think the downside to going to UVA, of course, is the pace and, of course, how we play basketball. Mm -hmm. Because in the past years, we've got this reputation for, you know, good measure that we play slow. We play the slowest in the country. We play defense first. That's true as well. And that our offense sucks and it's slow and it's boring, right? Mm -hmm. And we've kind of, Tony changed the offense after UMBC last year. Changed it, moved away from mover blocker a lot, even though we used it a lot in the championship game. Moved away from it for most of the season, and we were able to show off our guard depth a little bit more Mm -hmm. um, using that sides offense. So I think that if Juzang can look past the slow pace, if he can look past the, the, the offense sometimes not scoring as much as another team like Kentucky might every night, Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have a good shot. And the other thing is, how quickly could he learn the defense? Mm-hmm. Because in the past, no one's play, No matter how talented you are, you're not playing unless you know that defense. And honestly, Kihei Clark might have been the quickest to pick it up. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, for he sure. was playing day one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, his is a little bit different because he, he just has to stay in someone's face yeah. the whole time. <laughs> He's not helping out too much. Yeah. But Juzang would have to help out. He would have to slide down. Guard some bigs sometimes, and uh, is he willing to do that? Then mm-hmm. sacrifice some of his offense to show off some of his versatility. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, and we'll see in the coming weeks if that if that is true. So I think we both agree Juzang is number one priority. Yeah, I guess the question after that is, let's let's just say hypothetically we get him. We don't even yeah. have to say that for this argument. You got three scholarships to fill, assuming Mamadi Diakite comes back, which right. I think is a pretty safe assumption. I think that's safe, too. How do you fill out the rest of the roster? What, in your mind, is the best decision on how to do this? Because there's a lot of options. There's grad transfers that, you know, the housers that we're considering, yeah. you know, or I've, at least I, you know, are I considering UVA. And, you know, Tony Bennett was in with Henry Coleman tonight, an in-home visit. Mm-hmm. How? And But that's not for another year. How, how do you see this this roster unfolding so i i have no idea where it's going to go because i haven't honestly heard nothing about the hauser brothers since you know the news dropped that they were visiting uva at some date i don't know what that date is sometime mid to late it's it's after they visit wisconsin which is you know a good sign by that point hopefully we should know whether johnny juzang is coming here or going to kentucky or somewhere else for some reason if they paid him we'll probably (laughs) we'll probably have resolution on mamadi or potentially have resolution on Mamadi by that point as well. Hopefully. Potentially, at least. And, and and at that point, we'll know what the roster's going to need. So 
I think tone. I think really right now it all depends on what Johnny Juzang does because if Johnny Juzang comes here, I think it gives us a little bit more leeway to maybe go after the Hauser brothers. But if Juzang does not come, we need to fill that spot with some grad transfers right away because mm-hmm. we we don't have the depth to play with with our guards that we currently have. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got two freshmen, we've got Kihei who's not a scorer, and we've got Cody Statman who uh, can shoot threes and can drive, but seems to be unable to stay in front of anyone on defense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have to get someone in that guard depth, and we need someone who's going to play right away. The Hauser brothers cannot play right away. Yeah, both of them yeah. just have to set one. And you just mentioned Henry Coleman. I think if we get the Hauser brothers, I think we lose Henry Coleman because yeah. because they just Direct eat up, competition. They eat up so much of that four space, mm-hmm. four and five, and maybe even not, no, not a three, four and five space. You know, and that's what Henry Coleman plays. He's a three... Stretch four. Especially with how the roster is built right mm-hmm. now, where most of the depth isn't at guard. It's in the front court. It's in the right front now. court, which is weird for a Tony Bennett team. You know, yeah. usually we play like three big guys a year, mm-hmm. and next year it's going to be like a rotation. Yeah. We're going to be a big team next year. Yeah. And we're going to have to be because, you know, we don't have that guard depth. But I think that it all depends on how Johnny Juzang turns out. If he goes to Kentucky instead of UVA, I think that. Tony immediately goes after a grad transfer, try and fill that void. Maybe even another uh, uncommitted 2019 recruit guard. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many of them are left that, you know, would actually be able to help right away. Mm -hmm. My guess is not many. But besides that, I think we go after a guard and depending on maybe one or two grad transfers. And depending on that, you know, we might have an extra scholarship, give it to a walk-on. We might, you know, pick up a, you know, sometimes there's transfers midway through the year, which mm-hmm. are kind of weird and not often, but sometimes it happens. This could go a hundred yeah. different ways. The reason we ask this is because we don't know. We we, have, we don't know what Tony Bennett's thinking. We don't know what his please, plan is. Please tell us if you know, <laughs> because we, we're, we're unsure as to what, what could happen. And then even regardless of what his plan is, who knows how it's actually going to play out. Right. So we don't know what his contingency planning is, what is ahead of what as far as priorities go, who is ahead of who. You know, it's Juzang it's is a, the Juzang is the top priority. I would say that. I right, think after yeah. that, there is nothing. It's I, just I think. <laughs> I think. It, my guess, if I was Tony Bennett right now, I would be all over Juzang. And you know, he just finished up the live periods too for the 2020 and um, also the 2021, even 2022 uh, draft. Or sorry, prospects that he's been looking at. Mm-hmm. So he's been recruiting all those guys. Also, trying to keep Juzang away from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I don't think he, he has even thought about the Hauser brothers recently. And that's the thing is, you know, uh, you know, the Who's Got Next account was mm-hmm. saying like, hey, like, you know, the only people who are linking the Hauser brothers to Virginia are the Hauser brothers. Yeah, yeah we, we gave a shout out to Who's Place last time, too, for that. And uh, great, great account if you don't follow them already. Uh-huh. He's awesome. But that being said, I haven't heard anything about them. Me neither. And so I, I'm not sure where we are with them i don't know if we've talked to them i don't know anything yeah and and this is such a mystery right now so with juzang we will see what happens and after that we're going to get to where we need to go yeah yeah it's it's interesting man i i have no idea how it's going to play out like straight up the next year to two years of Virginia basketball is going to be shaped over the next month, month and a half. Right. We just have no idea how it's going to play out. Right, and it can go any which way. But I do have faith that we are in the running for this. I do have faith that we are finally sending a bunch of guys to the NBA draft all at the same time. 
We know Tony can recruit at a high level, and he's showing his recruits that he can get there now. You know, mm-hmm. we can get to the national championship. We can go far, and I can pay you with the NBA. Yeah, not not pay you <laughs> not pay in you, school. Not pay you in school. That's <laughs> illegal. But pay you by getting you to the NBA because mm-hmm. that that's where Dre and Ty and Kyle are going. Yep. And maybe Mommy next year. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. It's a really exciting time to be a Wahoo. Keep celebrating. Keep enjoying this moment. It will last forever for me. I will always be happy about this, no matter what happens. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we have we've we've had the big three go, our three headed monster, and I'm still excited for next season because we won the national championship, and no one can take that away from us now. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's man. beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Rob, is there anything else you want to talk about with basketball? Dude, just keep your eyes on the recruiting trail, man. That's, yes, that's what's going on. Keep right your ears now. open. If you know anything, please uh, DM us at Guys and Ties Pod, <laughs> either on Instagram or Twitter. Twitter's more, you'll get a quicker response. Or Snapchat. If you snap uh, if you, us, yeah. <laughs> Rob, Rob will look at it and he will get back to you. Yeah, with your takes. So snap, snap us information, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, any yells you want to give, Rob? Yeah, let's give a yell to uh, Justin McCoy. Uh, you know, we've spent this whole episode talking about basketball and really haven't brought him up yet. He just committed to UVA for next year, uh, a couple of days ago, six foot eight, 225 pound wing prospect. Kind of the story with him is that Virginia beat out North Carolina for a North Carolina player. So it's a good signing for Tony Bennett. He kind of, you know, it's kind of that wing prospect. He's, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see what he becomes, um but tony bennett's high on him roy williams was high on him so good prospect to have well again we will figure out kind of what his role his role will be next season i think he'll play given the guard depth or lack thereof that we've been talking about he's more of a true wing guy wouldn't shock me at all if he plays but hey maybe tony bennett pulls to deandre hunter and says hey i think you're better long term with a redshirt i don't know i don't know we're we're so far away from analyzing those types of decisions but Let's give a yell to Dust or uh, Justin McCoy, not Dustin McCoy. Yeah, yeah give one to Dustin. <laughs> Woo. Uh, so you know, go who's Justin McCoy. You got anything, Dustin? I want to give a shout out to the men's lacrosse team there in the ACC championship. You know, Rob and I were so Rob and I both played lacrosse in high school, and so we love lacrosse. But we were so caught up in the basketball season that we didn't pay much attention to lacrosse, which was a shame because they had a really good season, mm-hmm. uh, ranked number one in the ACC tournament, and they finally made it to the championship against. Uh, Notre Dame and they're playing at Clockner on Saturday so if you can go definitely go because they is they're good they're exciting to watch had a really exciting finish against UNC last weekend so it'll be a fun time and hopefully a lot of who's can make it down because it's right in Charlottesville so I hope the weather's good I hope it's nice and we'll see hopefully we win because that'll be a great time we haven't won the AC tournament in a long time dude that's what I was gonna say it's like Men's lacrosse has been. I remember we won the championship in 2011, mm-hmm. and we've kind of kind of went downhill. Yeah, we've kind of sucked since yeah, then. Yeah, so it's it's great to see the boys. Back but it, it looks like it looks like we're back. I think that the 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 team is doing a really good job. I think they found their identity, and hopefully they can pull it out against Notre Dame. So with that, that's all from us this week. Thank you so much for listening to the Guys and Ties podcast. We are excited to be back. We're gonna try and get more episodes out regularly. I know it's been struggle. Rob and I's schedules are not matching up really well. (laughs) 
Uh, but hopefully the weekends will will line up and we'll be able to get some stuff out. So thank you so much for listening. Give us a follow on Twitter if you don't follow us already. Give us a follow on iTunes and Podbean if you want to keep listening. Uh, give us a like or a, or a comment as well if you, if you want to rate us. And follow us on Instagram and Snapchat. Keep Rob busy. Armchair All-American, too. We're, yes. on the, we're on websites now. We are. We are with the media group Armchair All-American. Give them, a, give them a look. they got a lot of good stuff on the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs that are going on. And we will see you guys next week. Go Hoos. Go Hoos. internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage get gig speeds powered by fiber from cox it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better download speeds up to one gigabit per second cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply